0: We are live with the Completely Unnecessary Podcast for Wednesday, September 25th, alongside my compadre, Ian Ferguson. Howdy times two. I am Pat
1: Contra. Ian, how are we doing today? We're fine. (laughs) What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Working. Playing Diablo 3, screwing around with Persona 4 on my Vita finally, and I'm looking forward to uh, maybe find some time this week to play the Tecmo Super Bowl 2014 uh, patch. The hacked ROM on an actual physical card. Uh, yeah, that actually is a possibility for me, um, but I could always, you know, just check out the ROM. But I've always been a fan of that, despite the fact that I don't watch a lot of sports. There's a lot of sports games that I do like, and that's definitely at the top of the list.
0: Coming up on the show today, we're going to be discussing a lot of things. The NES Marathon campaign page, we officially announced it. It's live! Woo! Yes, it's real now. Woo! It's real. It wasn't real before. No. Um, we're talking about uh, the state of modern gaming today. We're going to discuss our NES Marathon memories, being that the marathon's coming back again. Why not get a little nostalgic? <laughs> we're going to have a rebuttal, somewhat to last episode's, not even controversial, most people loved it, our, our State of Retro Gaming address that we had, the State of Retro Gaming. And then we're going to do a Q&A. Uh, and if you want to submit your questions on Twitter, use the hashtag CUPodcast, and we'll look later on uh, in, in the show. So that's what's going on. So, um, so yeah, so last week we, we talked a lot about uh, the state of retro gaming, and uh, I don't want to say it was controversial, but some people had issues because you know you work in a game store, so they so they say they said Ian, you're you're a reseller. How could you be talking about stuff like this? And I think a lot of people either were trying to watch it, interpret it without actually being you know objective, or they were intentionally ignoring things we said. But let's just go through again. What's the difference?
1: Okay, well, I feel like there's a couple points that I should I should bring up. One, for whatever reason, when you go to that YouTube, at least the video link on it, if you're not mm-hmm. listening to it on audio, uh, every player that I've watched it on jumps it ahead about three minutes, uh, which completely bypasses the part where I talk about the fact that I sell video games for a living. Oh, no, you say that in the beginning of it. Okay, well, it, it's on It's on the video. I, I, I edited No, I, I, I didn't that. think you did. did I Apple just that. For whatever reason, it, that part doesn't seem to show up. Anyways, um... I don't feel like I have much defending of myself to do, so I'm just going to cover a couple of things. Um, one, I never really expressly said that I dislike resellers. Obviously, I sell video games for a living. My problem is people who mm-hmm. game the system and game the market. So, to give an example... How do they game the market and the well, 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 here, here, here's To reiterate. An, here's an example, and it's not the best example, but just off the top of my head. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles comes out for the Wii, Right? Anyone who knows anything about games, this is an exclusive, this is going to have a low print run, Mm -hmm. everyone knows that this game is going to be worth about $100 in a year's time. Anyone who's smart. What do I as a respectable business do? If I were to have it, now granted only GameStop's carried Xenoblade Chronicles, you order it in, you buy it, you sell it for the price that it retails at. What I'm against at that point... What I am against are people who buy copies of this. And there were. There were people who went around all the GameStops in San Diego and bought up the copies of Xenoblade Chronicles. And why would they go for a a lot more? Uh, Because it was... It was, it was a quality RPG released at the end of the Wii's lifespan, and it was exclusive to GameStop. Okay. Most places only got enough in to cover pre-orders with maybe one extra copy. But anyways, the point is, a lot of these people went around, gathered up the copies, and sat on them for a year until the prices jumped up and sold them. So, so the... they,
0: they intentionally depleted the market of the supply in order to manipulate the price. Right,
1: and they kept it out of someone's hands who would have who played it. Of course, if something is sell- going for $500 any game i'm going to charge a price that reflects it's going rate. that is a business that is how people stay mm-hmm. in business that is how you make money i'm not opposed to people making money off a of hobby that's how hobbies exist if there were no marketplaces if there was no market if there mm-hmm. was a no reseller whether you like a certain reseller or not your hobby suddenly doesn't have as much legs to stand on um two other things that I would bring up that are sort of related. I would bring
0: something up that, that we didn't discuss about, the difference between what you're doing and someone who's uh, either going to a flea market and bring the, the, the stock back, is that when you are buying your games people are coming to you to sell them, Correct. that is a huge difference versus uh, the, the, the asshole reseller Not again, not all of the resellers are assholes, but the assholes that will just run around uh, the swap meet Buy them for a dollar and then mark up at thirty for Super Mario Three. The difference is, you are advertising yourself as a video game seller. They know you are. They know that's your business. When they come to you, they know that one. This is a person that knows either more than I do, or I have my chance. To, I had a chance to do my research on this before I came to you. But I want to sell to you anyway, either because I like you, I just want to add on my hands easily to get credit for something I want right now. I don't want to deal with eBay, whatever. And when you're buying, say, Super Mario 3, uh, uh, from a person,
1: you take into account what you're selling it for, and you're not going to offer them a dollar, correct? No, I don't. I don't offer a dollar at all. The the difference is also, well, people should do their homework. Um, but when someone brings me a copy of, say, Mario 3, I would offer about 10 in cash for it. 10 or more in credit, or more in credit. I'd offer about 20 in credit. Why? Because it sells well for me. Um, The thing is, when people bring me a pile of games, I'm not saying all all, all sellers or resellers do this, but... I do expect people to have done their homework. I sure. expect people are coming to me for a reason they know that they're not going to get full market value for their games. But two, I will. If someone brings me a stack of games and they've got a Misadventures of Tron Bon in there, i am going to set it aside and be like, this is what I can offer you for it, but this game is currently going for $180. You mm-hmm. might do better to throw it on eBay. Just in case it's something that slipped by them. And you know what I find most of the time? They still sell it to me. Because if they're in the store... To sell the games, they need the money quickly. Sure. They don't want to deal with eBay. They they don't want to deal with Craigslist or anything like that. It's convenience for them, right? So there's a convenience factor. Um, two other things that I would mention. Uh, someone, a, well, actually, a couple of people have brought this up. If we don't like the prices, uh, then if, if, if you know if if I don't like the how crazy some of these prices are getting. Um, why don't we keep the prices the same? It came up, I think because I made the, whether I expressly mentioned it or not, the example I used, uh, last podcast was a demon's crust. I used to sell it for 20 and now it goes sure. for about 80. Um, and someone said, well, why, you know, a couple of people said, why don't you still sell it for 20? You know, yeah. getting up in my face. Well, if you don't like the prices and why don't you keep it the same? Getting up in Well, your face. because, <laughs> uh, games don't materialize out of thin fucking air. If I want a game in the store, And I want to sell it. That means I have to buy it from someone. And most of those people, at least the people who shop in our stores, Mm -hmm. are informed. And they know what a game is going for. So if a game goes up in value in the overall market, I have to pay more for it. I shouldn't have to express this, explain this business to people, but I have to pay more because for it. Again,
0: you, when you get demons Crest in, you're not giving the person two dollars for right, it. Right, exactly. You're giving
1: more of a fair market versus right. what you have to I, I, sell I, it out. And I don't, I mean, I, I can't, I can't give someone X amount of dollars and then charge five more for it. That's not how a business runs. So all I have to really say to that is, if you want to affect change, then either you have to be willing to sell things to me for cheap. Mm-hmm. Or you just don't buy prices at titles you don't like, and they will go down in value. But I, that is why the price goes up. That's why it can't stay the same. If I don't bring in stock, then I don't have a business. I have to pay more for what you're selling. So, so that was a point that maybe again, these are people. A lot of these
0: people are either uh, they, they complain because they, you do business a little bit more ethically than probably they do. I'm just I'm just going out and saying that a lot of these people either they they like doing backdoor dealing. On Craigslist or on eBay, like, and the backdoor dealing on eBay is a, when someone already won an auction or it's in progress, right. which are both against eBay's policies, by the way. They'll contact the person and either offer them a lot more or have them end, end the auction early, and that goes on a lot for a lot of things. Um so that occurs. So people, people will say, "Well, everyone else does that." No, not everyone does that shit. Not everyone will backdoor a deal on Craigslist for a Flintstones right. dinosaur peat cart. You know, like, and this has happened before. And you know, there's people out there know about stuff like this, where, where there'll be again, a or even go for like a, like dirt cheap, but cheaper, and then the deal will be made, and then they'll they'll either post it on a forum, or they'll tell someone about it. But all of a sudden, that deal is gone. Someone else grabbed it. Because a lot of collectors are scumbags, right. sorry to say. And that comes from a collector. But there is an ethical way of, of being a collector and doing business. And I spoke about this before at Portland Retro Gaming Expo, that like you can do things the nice way, or you can try to backdoor and, and backstab people. They remember that, and I do believe somewhat in karma. The other thing, though, what separates, you know say, a business like you and someone else, is that, for example, when you got, uh, which is a hot, hot uh, game right now, because I think, again, it's been manipulated, Hagane,
1: for Super Nintendo. Uh, The difference between your store is that when you get that in, you'll sell it right away. Right, that's what I'm trying to say before. When I get a game in, it will immediately go up on the shelf for its... Whatever rate we determine. Sure. It. Sometimes it's above, sometimes it's at, sometimes it's below going rate, but it's never going to be exorbitant. And no, I'm never going to sit on it with the hopes that that $400 complete copy of Hagane is going to be worth seven to eight hundred later. Yeah. I'm going to sell it right then and. Then.
0: Likewise, you're not hunting for more of them to have six or seven to right. deplete the market again, so then you can charge whatever you want because because you can't find it.
1: Yeah. No. I, like another good example is. Uh, When when Fire Emblem um, Awakening came out for the 3DS, GameStops were completely devoid of them for like a month or two because Mm -hmm. of uh, just they they took too many pre orders or whatever. And our distributors had them. And people were scalping that game for a couple of weeks for 80, 90 bucks. And we were getting them in. I could have scalped them, I sold them for. 40 bucks or whatever the going, you know, MSRP was.
0: I'm going to move this over so you can get in the picture a little bit more. Just for our YouTube audience.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, the thing was is, you know, I I also think it had to do with, you know, people hear what they want to hear. Yeah, of course. Um, People hear what they want to hear, but, you uh, you know, people are like, well, it's, you know, he's hypocritical. It doesn't matter if he's ethical or not. He's still making money off of selling video games. You, you, you're missing my point. I have no problem with people making money off of video games. Zero. What I have a problem with is people who are doing it in a shady way. Sure, that's the big difference. Right.
0: Again, there's people out there uh, on certain sites or forums that again, a lot of people have an issue with me because I was on Pawn Stars to begin with. And I think that was uh, driven into a little bit and, and not realizing or not realizing what I actually did on that show. I'll just say that. Sure. You know. And people were saying, well, you yeah, know, if Pat doesn't care about, about the games or whatever, blah, blah. They, they just did that because they know I, I couldn't say anything back, basically, because, because of the situation of being on the show. That's fine. But, uh, but again, there's a, there's a big difference, again, between, between you and them, I hate to say it. And I also hate to say it, that there is something to be said about an actual business that actually invested money in infrastructure and a brick-and-mortar employees. That, to me, is one level above... You know, someone that's just you know buying off Craigslist and flipping it. Not to say that's that's not a bad thing, but I put more stock in what you say and, and how you operate versus that. But so that's that's just my personal opinion on that.
1: And the last thing I would I would go into, and this is not so much a rebuttal, but uh, I just I thought this was funny, so I'll bring it up because um, I also saw this term used a lot. Uh, there are people referring to what places like us or other resellers charge for games as charging. Collectors prices. Yes. Quote unquote. I'll... Collectors prices. And, now, and collectability. That's what I well, want to reimpose. My my problem with the term collector's prices is this, and this is not meant to be an insult to any collector, this is more of a compliment. You can take it how you want. Um You collectors, you hardcore collectors, are some of the most frugal motherfuckers I know <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> you ain't paying eighty dollars. Hey. For, for for Demon's Crest, you're 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 waiting until you can find that for below twenty, and then you're picking it up because
0: I, it, I waited for it. I couldn't find
1: right. it. Right. <laughs> it's a game that you want to have. You will play it at some point if you're a not collector player, you know, but you're not looking to play. No, who what pays that price? The players, the players, the gamers, and and it's it's, it's all, the terminology is all backwards. The people who are paying the highest prices for games are generally not collectors. They're the people who want to take it home immediately and play it because they don't want to wait a year to find a copy of it.
0: That makes sense. That makes perfect totally sense. I bought mine for about, well, I got a good deal, package deal. I got mine for about probably 40, just to let you know, I only feel 20. I should have bought it when I was twenty two years ago. Uh, I had to swap me when a seller had it. I should have bought it then. I don't know why I didn't. But anyway, so that's all. We covered everything on that. Yeah, and like people, I said, I don't, I don't I, feel really know, need to. And people will, will, are gonna hate hate on me for whatever. They're gonna hate on you for whatever. But the majority, if you look on the on the YouTube video, it's like ninety eight percent thumbs up. Oh, Very
1: sure. well down. Like I said, I, I don't, I don't feel a need to defend myself. People, and, either didn't and, listen, or and, they, or they didn't. And the they... most
0: vocal ones usually are the ones that are trying to defend themselves off of their shady
1: practices. Yeah, but you know, those are those are the things that I felt I probably should clarify a little bit because I didn't really get into how things run at the store. I no, don't, I don't camp no. on shit. You know, I no. don't, you
0: don't, you don't, you don't try to buy a market. Uh, whether it's kid, kid Clown buying the 4 or 5 available on eBay and then jacking the price times 2, or an Odyssey, or the one guy in Florida trying to sell every freaking Odyssey uh, 1 system that's available. You're not trying to do that. That's yeah, like like, like
1: I said in the YouTube comments, if a game comes in and it's going for 50 and I've got a hunch that it's going to be 200 next year, I sell it for 50 and if it's going for 200 next year, so I suck it. it up. I yeah. suck it up, and another copy will come through. I sold Earthbound for between 60 and $80 for years, knowing that that game was going to go up at some point, as I saw collecting trends, and now it's going for, you know, anywhere from one hundred and fifty to two hundred. So I mean, whatever. So right. what? I could I could have made an extra couple hundred bucks if I sat on those copies.
0: But you have a store that has to pay a uh, lease and has to pay pay
1: employees. Well, and that's so the, the other case. thing. That sort of business practice works if it's one person at a flea market, one person at Craigslist. I need to make that money today. There
0: you have it. So. I'm sure people will complain, but who cares? Oh,
1: well, people
0: also had a problem with us taking a shot at sealed
1: collectors. Look, okay, I, I want to <laughs> make one thing clear, because there was a guy who got all upset. Um, look, if you really like a game, one game, and you want yeah. a sealed copy I, of it, I I, I, I got a sealed game right here. I love Top yeah. Secret Episode. Go for this it. This is sealed. Go for it. I it's don't. A I don't have sealed, sealed Ducktales. Why? Because I love it, and it's a great game, and it would look kind of cu- cute on a shelf. But this is sealed the fact, conspiracy. I love Level Thirteen. Anyway. It's it's not like ah, it's not like baseball cards when they're sealed and they're open, unopened and untouched. The joy there, there's you're you're not experiencing any of the joy that. Well, is you're
0: there. turning it from again a game to a commodity or, a or a collectible. collectible. Yeah, that's the difference, and I, and that's the thing where this is an argument goes round and round. I used to get on. Uh, I argue with people all the time on forums about that, where it's like, once once you get to the point where all you want is sealed, sure, you can collect, what, if your favorite game is sealed, that's fine. But if you're going for, like, a 500 sealed games, you might as well be collecting anything else. Anything, right. Anything that's that, any- that that you're not playing now. Because now, all of a sudden, you've cha- you've transformed what the thing is yes. to something else, and that's the difference. Yeah, uh, It's no so longer something you can take out and play. It's not something that you can... Wow, it's just now a piece of art. If this was sealed, it's just a piece of artwork in a cardboard box. Right. Why don't you you collect cereal bowls, then, if that's the case? And then the
1: argument is going to be, well, I mean, right, you can go around and around in circles, but yes, you have changed it from a video game into something else, and my issue with that is video games are primarily bought and sold, even by collectors who don't play a lot, to be played. And And because they are playable. Right, and you're turning it into something, I mean... The copies are finite, and they will only get more finite as time goes on. You're taking them out of hands of people who would use them for their intended purpose. There you have it. There you go. And I don't really
0: hate sealed collectors. They're just really weird, though. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm, I, I'm just saying, it personally, they're nice people. They're just different. I feel like... They're, they're just different. They're just, they're just like, th- th- there's, something, there's something about... I mean, this is all nostalgia, yeah. but the skilled collectors, they're going back to the point where they see it on the store shelves perfect before they even purchased it. Yeah. Which is fine. I just can't wrap my head around getting to that point. To, to me, this is awesome enough that I can have these here. Yeah. The, the moment I
1: liked was not holding the sealed game; it was tearing into the wrapper. If there's a way that I could it. recreate, and there you have it. There you have it. Yeah. it. It's it's the mindset of what what do you get more joy out of, actually
0: getting it off the shelf or ripping it open so you can play it. Yeah. Case in point, we're All gonna right. move on from that. Sure. That's a perfect end to that. Um, so the uh, real quick. Oh, before we get to that. Uh, new contributors to thepunkfed.com I'm going to be relaunching re- re- the site probably within a month, hopefully before the actual marathon which we'll get to and uh, I'm going to get through it, we had over 50 people that emailed, thanks for emailing 50 people that want to be on the site and contribute in some way, it's going to take me a while to go through that I don't have a, a huge staff, I'm going to have one or two people help me out doing editing stuff but, uh, You I'm have not- no staff I know people, I mean, not, I'm not paying
1: them, <laughs> there's, there's a staff Do not even think for a moment I am on your stand. I didn't say you were!
0: (laughs) If you want to write, you can write for the site. But the whole point is it'll take me at least a week or so, uh, at least, to go through everyone, and I want to try to reply to everyone. It may not be a personalized response, you know, but I will respond. I have been rejected from websites before. One in particular, I think, uh, really missed the boat. I won't say which one. Didn't get back to me for a year, and when they did get back to me a year later, they said, well, your stuff isn't just good enough when, if, if I... Tell people what side it was; they would have just laughed at me. But anyway, the whole point is, I'll get back to everyone at least saying, "Hey, at this time, is this is not going to work." Which this is better than ignoring. Even no, rejection. when I when
1: I give interviews, I, I generally will try to like when I get down to like the final stage of interviews, it's nice to sure. give them a yes or a no because a lot of people hang on that.
0: Okay, there you go. So that's going to happen. Um, my, my buddy Jay is doing Retro Palooza. Uh, Jay from the Game Chasers is he's doing his own little one day, a uh, little retro. Gaming show with vendors and prizes and consoles, and that's this Saturday in Texas and Arlington. If you're around,
1: oh nice, that should be fun.
0: Yeah, and hopefully he's going to do it again next year because he already has sold out of the vendor spaces. And uh, I'm I'm proud of him for doing it. And then finally, um, the part two of my fifth anniversary video, the cliffhanger part two, which was the reckoning. That's out. Please watch that. Don't very well. I mean, watch it for his sake. I put a lot of time into that video. the The filming was horrific. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> no. awful because they made it difficult from 5 minutes in they didn't cut me any slack because so, i hate acting but you do you've got gotten, you've gotten rave reviews
1: on your acting i would rather fun. get electrocuted than act
0: we, we can do that next time and film it i will do
1: that oh man people people what, so i saw a comment someone said that uh Ian plays a great asshole. I think that's a compliment. The reason I play a really good asshole in Pat's videos is I loathe every second I'm in <laughs> front of the camera. It's method
0: acting. See, I know how to. I'm like Kubrick. I know how to just manipulate you to to, to do that. And like <laughs> guys, I'm, I'm
1: sure it's great. Enjoy it. I will. I will not watch that. I watched the first part as a friend. I watched the first part. Part one or uh,
0: part one of the of
1: the. Project? I watched part one. Okay. I will not watch. Did you part- like it? It was nice. <laughs> you say that like, I just made some mac- <laughs> macaroni art for you and I'm three. That's nice. I, in the <laughs> drug. It was I, nice. I have no interest in watching myself act, or hold a gun, or yell at Frank, or whatever the hell else I do in that video. No interest. You
0: shot Rob.
1: You're, well, whatever.
0: Okay, um, uh, so, we'll talk about the marathon a little bit, just because, um, you know as we said before it's it's coming back it's coming back october 19th we are jazzed for this yeah. that's that's why you see this mixer here i bought this one of the main reasons so i can do the marathon without having audio issues last year than the year before
1: yeah these podcasts are kind of an incognito way for us to slowly test our setup without pat and i killing each other prior to the we'll, marathon we'll get to that
0: cuz the first year we're going to kill each other first that, year we were totally we, we have kill a new webcam other. which is a lot better it's a logitech it's, it's the number one rated webcam. I looked it up, and I bought it for the Marathon. And it has a built-in H.264 compressor inside so that um, it's smoother. I think it's even you know, looking at us podcasting, it is, we're getting closer to 30 frames. It's it's closer than we got last week, which is probably like 15. So, um, so nice. it looks better. It's going to be good. I'm happy about that. Um, so, yeah, the Marathon started, just let's give you guys some background, 2010 because it's the 25th anniversary of the NES in North America no one was doing anything for it first of all which I thought was really not disrespectful people don't realize it but remember that was, that's what kickstarted video games again in America at least for, at the home level and obviously I love the NES and so I figured why not do something and we, we did it you know for, for Charles by Charity we raised I think seven or eight grand the first year yeah we, about we, eight grand we, I remember
1: the story thusly I remember you calling me up and being like hey the 25th year anniversary of the Nintendo is you know in October um and I, I remember you saying it almost exactly as this. You're like, do you have any plans for it? Like I was going to bake a freaking cake or something. You should that. have. And I, was like, <laughs> I want NES cupcakes. And, and I said, no. And you said, I have this idea yeah. where maybe, you know, we would sit down and, uh, you know, because at, at that point in time, even four years ago, these live streams and these web streams weren't nearly as big as they are now. Not even a few years ago they Yeah. Right? And you're like, maybe we could, uh, you know, do something for that. And I, I I believe I had mentioned, I said, you know, there was that you know the, that Mario marathon. I said, I bet it'd be yeah. really easy to attach a charity to this. I said, and we could go for like 24 hours. And you're like, yeah. And and and, and we very nonchalantly decided that this was just going to be something we did for a weekend, not realizing um, the amount of work we were getting into. Uh, the first year, and
0: plus I wanted to play every game. Yes. which in retrospect, was probably the worst. Fucking thing! I could have possibly. The first year was my favorite
1: and least favorite year for that reason. It was the most interesting because we decided through the course of a couple of phone conversations. Now we're answer, gonna
0: be. We're gonna go out and play every game. Yeah, at you least, understand at least that for like
1: thirty seconds. Each. You have to understand that Pat and I don't, didn't didn't know each other that well at this point in time either. But we decided that we were going to. Well, Pat was going to play every game, and the format for how this was going to go down changed a number of times. Um, it did? I don't remember initi- that part. I I, well, initially, well, I don't mean the format of playing games. I mean, initially, I wasn't even going to be on screen. I was going to be in the background cleaning games, getting Nintendos ready until about two hours into the marathon people are like, who's that guy with you running around? And I pulled up a chair and I started interacting on the yeah, keyboard. I, I,
0: totally, I totally forgot about
1: that. Yeah, I wasn't even going to be on camera. You didn't want to. You, you were shy. Yeah, I wasn't even going to be on camera. Um, I remember the software
0: we used was, was something called Webcam Max, which was... I'm pretty it, sure it was a virus. <laughs> it was a virus version. <laughs> but it worked, but it was, like, touchy. Once we got it going, and the first year, remember, it was just literally no other graphics. It was us on one side in really bad webcam. Like, the webcam yeah. I used originally... No, the first year wasn't even the webcam. The, the first year was my DV camera, TV, yeah. which I didn't realize, when hooked up to a computer, it was no longer oh. HD. It was SD. Yeah. On one side was that... Other side was the gameplay coming in through a really cheap ten dollar capture USB, and then like black all around. That was the first year. Yeah, so rudimentary at the time. Uh, stuff like Wirecast wasn't really big. I don't think it even existed then. Three years ago, it was no. It know, was like, it
1: was new. It was just new. That year, the second was, year. Yeah. yeah.
0: So like that was all. There was maybe one or two programs you could use to splice together different. Now there's like um, there's XSplit. And there, there's, uh, uh, I think, open, open broadcasts. All like those are free ones that are better than what we used the first year. Yeah. Uh, then so the first year was horrific because all the games we pre-cleaned them.
1: Which I sh- we should point out that we pre-cleaned them, and it didn't matter. It didn't it was, matter. Was the worst part. It didn't matter. It didn't and, and, and pre-cleaning took took probably took. I
0: don't know. I, I'd I, say, I, I think took, took twenty-four man hours. I least, took boxes. Mine. Yeah.
1: To twenty-four man
0: hours more. I would have eight-hour sessions, like, yeah. to make sure you, they work. You brought them to. I work brought boxes to you to clean at them at work. And I would clean world. them at
1: work, and and it, and it didn't matter because we we still needed to clean. I would say seventy-five percent of the games, and the systems were still dirty. And that was also the year where I proved to Pat that new seventy-two-pin connectors don't necessarily. benefit right, because right. Because the, the clean Nintendo had pin one worked better and outlasted the new seventy-two-pin connector. Yes, one. that's right. What I loved about the first year was that it was two people who didn't know each other as well as they do now. So we had we, we played off each other we, interestingly. Oh, we, we knew each other for the past sure. year after I moved here. But it did. was we also had seven hundred and fifty games that you played through at a rapid pace, which And you did so, you played some of them. I played a couple of two player ones with you, but I really didn't I didn't really didn't play much. What was interesting though was what I loved most about the first year was that there were seven hundred and fifty plus things for us to comment on. The Rapid Fire one liners, the the, the the bizarreness of seeing everything change every two minutes. That is true. It was was amazing. And and while well, I will never want to do the marathon the way we did it the first year again. No,
0: no, we're never doing that it again. It was
1: certainly comic gold. It was. If the moments we
0: got from the first marathon, I did I did uh NES Marathon moment videos for the first year. I'm gonna do them for the third year. The second year we didn't have a lot of funny moments, believe it or not, compared to the first year. What was bizarre about it is that uh, a lot of uh, like internet memes were created that first year in the chat. Moses Milk was the first year, yeah. For example, that's one that somehow came to mind from a joke that one of us said. So Moses Milk was during uh, Bible Adventures way back. That continued for the next 31 hours. Remember, the first year was 31 hours because of the game playing. Probably literally six to seven hours was us recleaning the games. Live. Yeah. There were some games we worked on for 15, 20 minutes before they worked. And that was after I'd already tested them or, or you did on your system to make sure they worked. Yeah. Remember the one that didn't work? The one or two that didn't work? Two didn't
1: work. Ultimate Stuntman didn't work. At all. And Cowboy Kid, I had to go home and get my copy. That's right. I forgot about that. I I mean, not Cowboy Kid, kid. Um, Daydream and Davey. Daydream, uh, yeah. I think afterwards,
0: either it worked again, or... It, yeah, your somehow. copy ended up working
1: again, uh, but the one that never ended up working was uh, Stunt Kids, and we played it the second year, it was yes, the first game right. we played. Stunt Kids, totally wrong, was gone.
0: Chiller was gone, but I reordered a copy on Amazon literally yes. like five, six days before and got here. Yeah. And the other one that was weird was Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters was very, very finicky. Like It worked like barely once. Um so yeah, other than that though, all the games play, which is why I love the NES. But yeah, that first year, just the prep, because again, two thousand ten there wasn't a lot of like the software, like if there was open broadcasting system software in two thousand ten versus now versus what we use, our what we use the software would crash. If you, like, looked at it weird. Sure. I remember once we got it going, we didn't touch it. We didn't look at it. No, it didn't Not like Wirecast, much, right? where you're manipulating Wirecast on yeah. the fly, you're changing the graphics view.
1: I still it don't was... like to. I mean, th- three years going to be four years in, I still don't even like to look at that software once it gets up and running because of how touchy... The, the, the uh, originally, the yeah, it year. was originally. It was I'm, I'm still terrified.
0: Testing it crashed a lot. If, it if, didn't
1: crash the first year either. If we had crashed the first year, though, it would have been catastrophic. If we crashed crashed second or third year, it would have set us back maybe 20 minutes. But if we crashed that first year, the thing was we, is we actually we,
0: did we, we crashed the second or third year. We crashed for like 15 minutes.
1: I I don't know, but it, did, it, 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 was, it was minimal. Yeah. Um. The the thing that in it, this is worth mentioning is, um the way it was set up the first year, and I know we weren't the first people to do this, but, you know, still everyone was kind of figuring it out. Uh, we tested multiple nights a week for three weeks leading up to make sure that everything was working fine, but nothing ever stayed the same. The no. settings never stayed the same. Nothing we ever did well, nothing we ever did, repeated itself with was that, success.
0: Was that when motherboard fried? That was the first year.
1: It Possibly. All I know this, is... This is
0: why. Yeah. This is what happened. I had... Uh... I had a pirated copy of XP on my computer since, like, 2003, 2004. And so it got to the point where Windows would just not let you update a pirated version anymore. It figured out it finally got with it in terms of knowing who had a real version or not. Um, So basically, we're talking... um, No, no, was it 2000? No, my motherboard was fine. But my, my XP got so much viruses. In 2010, I switched to Windows 7. Or 2001... The whole point was either the motherboard got fried, or I reinstalled. I had to reinstall a new OS, and it, 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 I couldn't figure anything out. Well,
1: and you had a couple bad uh, USB ports that we didn't discover until we were testing things out. That was like sec- that was like the like second year, I now, think, too. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we we we. I mean, third year we didn't have many. Yeah, problems. my computer with
0: like literally my, my computer literally had eight USB ports. By the time I finally got rid of my desktop, maybe four worked out of the eight. Yeah, which just from wear and tear.
1: When you're when, and, and and the the setup has gotten simpler. Both in terms of how we do it and in terms of the amount of items we use to set up over the years. It was complicated. But it was it, it was, was overly complex we, the first we, we year. We were at too. each other's throats. Yes.
0: Um, the mixer was not working no. that, that you provided. We used it for the
1: first two years, that mixer. Yeah. Actually, we used it for three years. We used it last year, too. Did we? we I, did. Thought, I thought we No. We said, fuck it. We mic'd the room last year. We didn't use the mixer last year. We couldn't figure it out. Oh, we, that's right. But you know why? Because one of the line-in ports we, finally blew out.
0: No, no, no. no, no, no that's not why. Because the same capture device we used for the first two years, on the third year decided it didn't want to capture the sound anymore huh. directly. So we, we mic'd ourselves and that. But you're right, we didn't use it. This year we're using this bad boy, and I can't wait, because this is going to be awesome.
1: So the moral of the story is don't travel in time back four years and three years. try to do an NES Marathon. <laughs> uh, three years. Is that what you're saying? Um, yeah.
0: But it's going to be big this year, I think. Well, hopefully. Uh, it's nesmarathon.com if you want to donate and see the details the videos out on YouTube. We're going to have a lot more, quote-unquote, celebrity cameos. Just celebrities to me. You know, internet personalities are going to be there. Um, we're going to have uh, lots of giveaways. I'm uh, sure
1: we'll find some cool giveaways. I've already got uh, I've already got another another, game Boy? another really game. nice modified Game Boy and LSDJ this year. Not even Nano Loop. I got the creme de la creme of chiptune tracking programs to give away this year. So um, that's, that's just the tip of what we'll hopefully have to offer.
0: Yeah. And then also, uh, we're taking sponsors again. Uh, we really love the sponsors, like VDM Auctions.com was, has been great to us the past uh, couple of years. Uh, Portland Retro Gaming Expo, uh, RetroWare has been a good sponsor. I have
1: a lot of fun doing the readouts. I like doing them in wacky voices as we get later on. No, I was
0: thinking about changing you to just recording the audio beforehand, but no, I think it's better if we, uh, we do it. I like the doing live. the live reads. Uh, we'll uh, do my, it live! One
1: of, my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite moments from last year was the... Uh, off the cuff live read I gave for Clan of the Grey Wolf. I don't really remember it. I just remember it was ridiculous. I
0: gotta look for that marathon moment then. It was like I wish I, could, I gotta scrub through yeah. I, I think I gotta said scrub through something. 27
1: hours of footage. I think Rue said something in the chat like that was worth my uh, sponsorship donation right there. And Did you it yell it or scream it? I just it said nothing about the site really in general. I, I just well, some nonsense Well to be honest, Roo couldn't say anything about his site. He has a little
0: little content on it.
1: <laughs> so, so yeah Second and third year You know those were fun um, I think the memories of the second and third year More than anything reside in the viewers When you're up for that long You tend to Things tend to bleed And I don't think it was a matter of us being less funny Or less interesting second, second year, year was, And third year was good too But well,
0: The second year was new software tech Which looked a lot better um, The second and third year the tech was similar This year yeah. it's going to be different a lot different. The first two years, uh, second and third, was transition. Um, the testing was, second year, I think, went so much smoother because the software was better.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, the second year was probably the slowest because it was the one with the least amount of changing stimuli. Sure. Last year, we had plenty of people donating four games. You know, second year, I think we just had donation tiers for games and, uh, you know, levels we had to meet. So, you know, there's only so much you can talk about you know, what did we do? That we had a do commando. What, we, before. what did we have the second year? Second year we had a second year we had a hundred different things to hit. I think it was 150 last one hundred and fifty different games to hit. We had hit fifteen grand, which we did. Yeah.
0: And the last one was the two NWC cards. That was two thousand. Yeah. Which I think was still probably our best
1: conclusion. we we'll, I don't think we'll ever do. Did we do that last year? Did no, we, no. We, we didn't do it as a closer. We no, might have... No, no. Okay, yeah. No, no. We
0: did it in 2011. Yeah, that was a very... 2011 is when I got the Golden WC. No, movie.
1: I know that. I just... I couldn't remember if we played him again last year. That was a no, very... No. That was yeah. a... Um,
0: we did it in 2011. Remember, we rallied. We only had 10,000 left.
1: Yeah, we, we, had, we, we, got, almost, we almost shut down. We almost shut down. That's when we did the whole... Staring at the at the screen. Yeah, I stared at the camera. You stared at the camera. We stared at the camera for like thirty seconds, and magically, thousands of dollars appeared in the. <laughs> it was really bizarre. The bin, yeah. I should have put that video out. Did I? Put, did I do that one? I th- uh, I don't think you did because it would have been that was second year. You didn't do anything for second year.
0: I didn't do that. Even I thought I did one or two. Maybe I didn't. Uh, moment. Marathon moments, but uh, yeah, and the third year was the events that we never got to like because we only hit sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, like you're 25. right. So
1: I think that was on the list, but we never did it. Yeah. Anyways, I'm looking forward to it quite a it's bit. It's gonna be fun. It's a,
0: it's always a blast. It's 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 always good. Like I said, we got a better cam. We got a better webcam this year. We got the mixer. God, I'm gonna love. We're gonna love this thing because we can slide it in and out. The NES is gonna go into here. We'll be able to actually have separate NES audio, unlike last year, we had a mic the room because again, the device decided to fail that week after we tested it. Right. So so basically, in the, in the three years, it was USB ports failing before or that cheap device stopped working. My motherboard literally blew up two weeks before one, either the second or third marathon, I forget. I think it was was the second marathon it blew up. And then I had to replace it with Windows 7, which then I had to to learn, trust me, going from XP to Windows 7 was not easy. That took me like four months. Um, So that was bad. And then the software was bad the first year. We almost killed each other the first year.
1: Um, So, yeah. Pretty Pretty sure we've almost killed each other at least once each year.
0: No, but the first year was well, the was, first year it was, was vicious. Was, was, yeah, exactly. It, it was vicious. We, plus, we weren't as as close as we are now, so it was like we were like we we're gonna really kill
1: each other. <laughs> you know? well, I remember. Plus, th- plus, you really didn't understand me. Yeah, I think you did. I don't think so. you understood me. <laughs> I think I still understand you. Um, so. We should probably move on. <laughs> We're gonna move on. Um, this was this was a again a, a
0: questions use a hashtag cu podcast. This was actually a question where we decided to change to a topic.
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel like every once in a while we last like last week we did I think because retro gaming was one of them. We we find that question that that that, that bears um, extending into a topic, especially if there's nothing major for us to talk about immediately that we both have info on. Someone just asked, you know, very plainly. What's our thoughts on, on 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 current gaming? We gave our thoughts on you know retro gaming and collecting uh, last week, and 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 you know there's um, you know someone wants to know what our thoughts on, on the state of state the of modern market gaming. is is, the, is now.
0: The caveat being that Ian actually plays a lot more modern games than I do. I sort of just follow the trends and what's coming out and look at the news. That's the difference.
1: Well, I'm actually not a whole lot different. I mean, so I am at this point. If you want to talk about modern games, I am a portable gamer at heart through and through mm-hmm. my consoles are used to play indie games that have the good fortune to be ported to them or i use them as boxes for netflix um the amount of quote-unquote triple a games that i play each year depending on your definition of triple a game triple a big releases yeah is 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 none to one or two um, most of what I play is handhelds. I will always love handhelds. Uh, I don't drive. I do a lot of travel by train, bus. I go. I, tra- I travel by plane at least Stage twice coach. a Stagecoach. Uh, I travel by. <laughs> you know, I fly at least twice a year to go home see friends. So I love my portables. Um, That's the what you said. I don't I travel by train, plane, planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, so my my, my my current opinion on on modern gaming is that it's boring as shit. Um, I pay attention to it because I have to. Because I sell new stuff as well as old stuff. Okay. Couldn't care about Grand Theft Auto V. Um, Borderlands 2 is a huge disappointment for me. And that shows you how much I play modern games. Because I'm immediately referencing a game that's over a year old at this point. Uh, the Assassin's Creed series does nothing for me. Um, I am playing Diablo 3 on the console now. And I'm loving it. But I'm loving it for all the reasons I hate most modern games. It's not flashy. It's not focused on story as a matter of fact there's no subtitles and you can walk away from a character when they're telling you something pivotal in the (laughs) storyline because Diablo 3 realizes that the story is bullshit all you're there to do is slaughter hordes of enemies in that game yes yes so that's why I enjoy a game like that but I don't think it's all sad and sour I think I think modern gaming is, is looking to get better um I think this renewed interest in, I'm not going to say just indies, but in small developers, uh, in creator projects like Swurry 65s, Deadly Premonition, and uh, games like that, Um, indie games like Spelunky that are making it to console, Mm -hmm. the fact that people are playing these things and enjoying them, um, with Sony coming out and saying they want to support indies, and I I think we're getting to Nintendo is We're getting to the point where and I after, might buy,
0: after Microsoft did a great job with the three sixty and now who knows?
1: Yeah, they, know. they, they dropped that ball halfway through. But we're getting to the point now all I'm trying to say is where I might buy a PlayStation four and I might find the games that I want to play on it. And they're not gonna be the big games on the disc. They're sure. gonna be the ten dollar games that are on the download sure. store.
0: So so basically this is how I look at gaming. I look at it the same way I look at Hollywood. It's analogous analogous. Um, You have uh, the big companies That want to come out their blockbusters Because they know there are the big money makers That's where they know that um, I'm going to put out the sequel I'm going to put out my franchise title Um, It may not be That much unique or original But I know I have the built in audience That's going to see it because it has lots of explosions Lots of action They're going to come and buy it And we know based on research How many people are going to come and buy it So we're going to play it safe we're gonna do that. And it's just like the movies. Um, so you're gonna have less and less of the big, EAs, and you know, Ubisofts. They're gonna do less and less of the ones that take creative risks because it's a business, right? It's it's almost it's it's a side effect. It's a corollary that the games are entertaining. They're only entertaining because they make money, right? So they don't have to take risks because it's a again, it's a business. They're not in it to come out with this title that oh. We never saw this before. Again, it, it may happen, but that's not the goal. They're not going to take those big risks. So, But now it's brilliant because, again, you have all these little titles coming out. The ind- this is the, the golden era of, of indie gaming. Yeah. And you have uh, crowdsourcing, which is now having all these awesome projects. Mighty Number 9 is coming out now. We, we saw we saw know. a new
1: Shadow Run game that's actually yes. an RPG. They're making right. a new that's River fantastic. City Ransom,
0: an actual River City yes. Ransom sequel. Mighty Number no. Nine. Hell, Capcom dropped the ball. A huge corporation. They said, "Screw you guys." We don't see money in a Mega Man, which is idiotic. So the creators making a Mega Man type of game. And it's going to come out. It's so it's like funny. we don't need the big companies anymore. We really
1: don't. Right. So I mean and that's and that's the thing like if, if if this question had come up a year ago I would have been a lot more gloom and doom about it. I would have been like there's nothing I give two shits about. But now I'm feeling pretty rosy on it, especially like with how, with how like, I, I like the fact that Sony does a lot of the cross-buy, cross-play features for these types of small games that I'm into because I can buy it for my PS3 and I can take it on the go with the Vita. Um, I love the Nintendo eShop download. By the way, did you know they put Reka on the US eShop as a download? Really? Yes, so go buy that. How much? It's like six bucks for a fantastic shooter. That'd be cool to play on the Wii U pad. <laughs> be... It's for 3ds. I don't think you, can, you can't get it for the... Damn it! Really? Yeah. That'd yeah. be awesome. So you know, I mean, in your um, I mean, if people know Reka was the exclusive uh, Famicom title, It was it was the carnival shooter that. Yeah. So it was the competition Which shooter. Is a, it, it looks like a 16-bit title. Basically, it's amazing. It's gorgeous. Out. We played it. Uh, play it. We played the past year. two years. We'll yeah. play it this year
0: on the Power Power Player. Yeah.
1: So um, you know these 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 digital distribution methods. I don't like them for big AAA titles. If I'm gonna pay. Big money for a game. I want to own it, but for these little bite-sized candy titles that honestly appease okay. me longer than most big titles, I, I have no problem dropping ten bucks on something that I that might go away at some point. Yeah, well,
0: it, well, it's 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 less of a risk because now you have like you know the, the, the AAA titles are 50 dollars. It's a lot more money money to plunk down than a ten dollar game, yeah. and the ten dollar game might be just as fun for you. Spelunky.
1: If you haven't played it, if anyone listening hasn't played
0: it... Which is a Splunker type of game.
1: It's a Splunker type go- game mixed with a roguelike, meaning all the layouts are randomized every time you go in. And there's so much randomness and so much neat hidden stuff to find. Um, that game, I own it for the PlayStation 3 and the 360. It's probably my favorite game that's come out in two to three years, and it was, I think, 10 bucks on the 360 and 15 on the PS3. And you'll get your money's worth. And I'm not saying everyone will, but that's what I like about where games are going. These little games... You have okay.
0: options now. Yeah, you can you can potentially buy uh, a next gen console and never buy
1: a next gen game. You can just buy downloadable titles and be right. fine. I hated the fact that Microsoft wanted to put all these horrible DRM things on their system, mm-hmm. um, but the fact of the matter is, I may not ever buy a disc based game. Sure, with a PS4 because that's not where my tastes lie right now. Sure, which makes sense. I, I mean, honestly,
0: the last the last new game I bought LA Noir. was L.A. Noir. I'm probably going to get GTA 5 because it does look amazing. We can, talk, we can have a whole conversation about you know, how reprehensible the main characters are. There was actually a review on, I think, uh, Destructoid or Kotaku, one or the other, where the guy gave it, a, gave it a 7 out of 10 because of that, and he got lambasted for it. Well, that's all the conversation. Even people who
1: gave it 9 out of 10. Um, what was that lady's name? Uh, Colleen Petit, if I'm getting it wrong, I apologize. She gave the goddamn game a 9 out of 10 and had some... Less than savory things to say about how the fact that this time around, mm-hmm. there was no real moral wrangling. They were just all just scumbags. outright scumbags. And the amount of bullshit and vitriol directed at her was fucking disgusting. It made me not want to well, play yeah, games. yeah, because
0: gamers are self-righteous. Yeah. And they can't separate out an opinion from... To them, if you have a different opinion, that means, oh, they think my opinion's wrong. They think I'm horrible, which is so immature.
1: It's just ridiculous. You know? Like, a lot of times they will overlook flaws in a review... Because the number is right to them. Sure. But then sometimes the number doesn't matter and they will hone in on two lines of a review and they will send that person twenty thousand death threats and it's just it's ridiculous. Well that could be a whole other that's, that could be a whole other topic about about
0: whether a game's rating or at this point the games are basically movies does that affect you the way it would watching a movie like god basically basically like godfather 2 i like godfather 2 a lot less than godfather 1 because in godfather 2 there's no characters i can get behind because michael Corleone in godfather 2 is a total scumbag and sure. it's about his descent that's what it's about it's a tragedy so i don't like it as much as the first one where you have nice characters well, and i it. actually compared
1: yeah. uh I, I can't remember where it was but i actually compared something like grand theft auto 5 to mobster movies um I respect the artistry that goes into yeah. something and like Godfather Two, to, and, 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 and I respect like, like, the artistry yeah. that goes into something like feels- Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. But I dislike games like that for the same reason I dislike mobster movies. Yeah. Because sure. even yeah. though I may get some amazing performances, it's I'm it's, left yeah. hollow and empty feeling inside it when I'm Just
0: violence and the lifestyle. Is Whereas there
1: are the other violent games, yeah. and I, I always bring it up. But like Killer Seven, for instance, that game got my head going. It was creative. It was clever. You know, I'm, I'm not anti-violence. I'm, and it doesn't even have to. They have a ham-fisted message. Sure. I just don't want to play as scumbags for 40 hours because yeah. even if it's technically uh, brilliant, I, just, yeah, I don't I, feel I like think, I got anything. Yeah,
0: I mean people are gonna, people are gonna. I mean, it's not the most successful you know game in terms person. What, uh, basically ever, a billion dollars uh, in a day, which is un, that's unheard of. Again, that's why it's that's why it's it's movies. The only, yeah. only difference. The only difference is the GTA sixty dollars for is, admission. Only the only difference is 10. the GTA games actually are groundbreaking. Each time they come out, they do a lot more. And it's ridiculous how yeah, much I put it versus Call of Duty every other
1: year, every year, which is just a minor upgrade, and you paying sixty bucks for it. I mean, so. to me, I don't, I don't have any Call of Duty, not my thing. I played four pretty extensively for about three months because my friends were. I had just gotten a three sixty. It was what was available. Online was fun enough and I just realized it wasn't for me. I, 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 I feel less about Call of Duty. I I don't even feel like I have an opinion. To me it's just another sports game. That's it's what Call of Duty game. is yeah. to me. It's like it's like the Madden's that come out or FIFA, right. it, or, it, or it, FIFA's where they don't change anything anymore, basically. Well actually, if we're gonna get nitpicky, FIFA changes too much. FIFA the thing is is like when you look at Madden even though I don't like the Madden series, you can see some sort of progression. They change a lot, but the team seems like it tends to stay the same. FIFA FIFA seems like it has a rotating team, so you get really great years with FIFA, and you get really awful years with FIFA.
0: Uh, Yeah, because I hear I haven't played an NHL game in a while, but I hear the NHL games don't even change this point because they basically made it perfected.
1: The NHL NHL games supposedly
0: are, like, the best ones that no one talks about because hockey's on the popular, but, like, they now yeah. they know what... No, now FIFA, it, it,
1: seemed, it. It, it, it seems like they keep as much as they throw out every year with FIFA, so, like, I buy one every three years, basically. I wait for that golden year, and then I buy a FIFA. That's basically my sports game. That's it. But yeah, Call of Duty is just another sports game to me. I don't feel like there's any artistry to discuss. It's just another installment to something that people are already going to buy every year. Grand Theft Auto V, being something that people look up to, I... I Technically, it's great. I wish it would expire. Aspire to something, to Never. more than just well, technical greatness.
0: Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it, it defined the open world game in the modern era. GTA Three was, was so great. Good, right? That was
1: a decade ago. You're saying do
0: something besides that. What else can they do though? You're saying have a good good character in there. I, I got an idea. They they could have it be more. I I'm a, I like open world games that I guess that could really be open world. They follow. Obviously, you can do whatever you want. You don't have to do the storyline missions, but that's really why you can get the games. you but know.
1: I, I got into it with a guy the other day on, a, on, a, on a, the, a, a forum I go to because, you know, the forum I go to, none of us play that kind of crap, and this guy's kind of weird, but he was like, oh, I got the GTA 5! You know, what feature are you all excited about? And everyone was like, the f- why the fuck are you bringing that shit here? No, go someplace else and talk about GTA 5. <laughs> like, no one wants to talk about GTA 5 oh, here. Wow. And he was, he, was like, he was like, but they added so much, so then he made, like, another topic where he talked about, I just went scuba diving, and then I hiked around some mountains, and then I did this and that, and then I did you, the next are you, are you thing. I did yoga. And I did this, like and, yeah. And I did all this stuff. I played some golf, and not a single shot was fired, and it was great, and my response was, yeah, but you gotta fire shots to progress the storyline and finish the game. Like, I I don't care everything that the game adds on the side. It doesn't impress it you. Does, it doesn't excuse... It doesn't
0: impress you that you can basically live your life in, in the game like The Sims and not not actually... Because you laws.
1: can't. There's still progress to be made, and to make that progress, to gain more money, to be able to do more things, to open up more shit, you still gotta fire that gun. Uh, that's funny.
0: Well, let me just, uh... Alright, so that's that's what's going on in modern gaming
1: today. There a... we go. I mean if you want to play the Sims, just play the fucking Sims. <laughs> I don't or know. Animal Crossing, like, like he's, he's just I'm sorry, I'm I am on it. He's thinking about he's trying to describe it like it's Animal Crossing to make it, if that's what you want to do, then play it. Play Animal Crossing. <laughs> At no point I... will Animal Crossing make you kill someone to expand your house. Okay? It's not gonna happen. That's funny. Um, oh, we should probably go to Q&A. At some well, we started, we
0: started later. We started at like 9.25. Yeah. But um, you want to do the Q&A? Oh, I was, I was going to finish up with what I think right now for gamers, they have so much options, so many options with Steam, with
1: the indie titles. I think that's going to be a and a question, so we'll touch on that With, with
0: indie titles that, like, it's, it's really a great time to be a gamer, besides the retro stuff, which is now available, and honestly... I hate to say emulators, but with emulators you can play most of these games too, and so I mean. Yeah, let me leave that know. on
1: a positive note. I, I am not at all opposed to modern gaming. I think a lot of it is very good. I just don't have interest in the big name stuff. But I think I think there's a lot of good stuff on the way. Okay, cool. Um,
0: yeah. So we're gonna go to questions now. Let me t- t- tweet this out real quick here to make sure we're getting the questions. And I'll go to Twitter. CU. Hashtags. Hashtag you hashtag podcast or. Cup Oddcast. <laughs> can
1: I see you, Pete? Let's see here.
0: One new tweet. That's probably mine. All right, well, we're gonna we're gonna start from the bottom, work our way up. you guys in the chat. You can do the same thing if you guys are still uh, still there. i not. This is following along. Get out pages. This is a bonus. The video is a bonus, really. I mean, it's, the live thing is a bonus. We didn't, we can record this without even being live. We could I could just record this on UStream without being live. So we're going to go to the questions. I've been duped. You've been duped? <laughs> here's here's one which, this is going to be tough for me, maybe not for you, because three might be base loaded. This is from Christina at Chibi UFO. Uh, for both Pat and Ian, what are your top five Jalico games?
1: Um... Let's let's go. Let's trust what they've what they've developed, not what they've published. I need a list. I,
0: whenever people ask me, because I, I, my brain is working, I need a list in front of me. Spaces is
1: Loaded is developed. or is published by. So I don't know about five, but let's. I can do I think I can do three off the top of my head. them. Uh, let's go. Let's. <laughs> that one was developed by them. Um, let's go backwards. Uh, Estaniax is one that over time I've oh, that's really, yeah, so yeah, that's our, I've uh, really uh, grown to like that game. It's got a lot of legendary acts in it, but um You know what? I'm gonna open up
0: my NES list right now or talking so I get the Java games up. I
1: like the big sprites. Uh, I like the cutscenes. The game is fun. It's a bit unforgiving with the one hit kills, but anyways, it's it's a good title. Uh, two would be uh, Pinball Quest, because I freaking love pinball. (laughs) Pinball It's got a pinball RPG. Uh, In the pinball RPG, the little pinball main character gets roughed up by pinball bad guys, and you go through like five screens to save the pinball princess. It also has standalone (laughs) pinball tables that aren't super great, but have like really cool animations of a golfer. Putting the pinball up I, the I gotta, shooter. I do got to play it through the marathon this year. Then we got to play it's, that. It's fun, and then my number one favorite Jellico game of all time is City Connection. I freaking adore that game. There's, there, we're, there we're it's just town. so we're perfect. Not, we're not talking Super Nintendo. We're talking Nintendo, right? Well, I think you could do whatever, but I'm, I'm just I'm, the ones off the top of my head would be all okay. Nintendo. City Connection's my absolute favorite. Oh god, the uh, the changing backgrounds, the changing music, those freaking stupid cats. It's great. so cute. Yeah, it's so tough to play that game. I
0: love it. Did they stop publishing? After, they didn't have any N64. Right? Just Super Nintendo. They stopped. But they a No, done.
1: they did a self. They did a cell phone sequel to uh, City Connection sometime in the mid two thousands. Really? And, and I, they haven't really done good? much. I, I, they, right. they don't exist anymore. So,
0: so basically, if you're looking on the NES, there are this is the, the games they published. What they developed, I don't care about right now because I'm not going to get into that. But 27 games about they had 27 uh, 26. 25. 25 games, 24. 23. Because I have double for boxes here in my inventory. Just, just right. pick a couple. All right. Um, I love Rocket Attack, which is the best. I knew game. you were gonna pick that. One. Rocket Attack <laughs> is a you best. Why are you <laughs> laughing? It is the best. Not not to give Jimmy Connors no credit or 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 the Lendl dual play tennis top player tennis
1: game. Whatever. I'm just laughing because it's it was such an obvious choice. Rocket
0: Attack is so fun, so fluid. Uh, it's the best tennis game for me on the system in terms of the graphics. You can argue with the ref, which I never forgot how the hell you do it. But the three times that it's happened, it's the funniest thing where you're like, yeah. big Sprite. No! No. No. But sometimes they overturn the call. But again, it, it, in, in, in what the thing we're working on, I actually mentioned that that it's so rare and random that it happens. But anyway, um, pro sport hockey. Is is one of the it's one of the rarer NES games. Yeah, I you really like that one. It's the rarest sports game.
1: That was that's Jelica.
0: Uh, yeah, and it's basically it looks like it came out in like '93. It was on Super Nintendo as well, and it's like it's the best in terms of okay. I love I love ice hockey, uh, but pro sport hockey is you know the other hockey game, you know, and it it's a top down like like the, the NHL game. So it's, and like it has the, and it has the real players. Yeah. So. It, it, it's a nice round that how you have like an arcade game, a goofy game, and the the simulator. Like so you have so far two
1: games. sports games. What's what's, your, what's what's your number one? Uh, is it okay? All right,
0: okay. I love, I like City Connection Two. I new, but Rampart. It's an Atari game, but they published it. Rampart.
1: Oh, that's fair. Rules. Yeah, I should have known you would have picked that. And you know what?
0: Base the original bases loaded. Are, the base loader are great games. No, they're not. I, I like
1: that. I, okay, they're not.
0: I, I like them. I like bases loaded games. Now, I'm not sure which one I like the best, because I, I can't tell the difference between four is, is the one that's really messed up, and three is the Ryan Sandberg one, which was I had a Super Nintendo, which which didn't have a season. You had to play the perfect game, which was awful. And after I bought it, I realized that there was no season mode in it for Super Nintendo. I, that's why I don't like the Super Nintendo that much, because as a kid, I had awful games for it. Okay. Not that I don't like it that much, but I mean, you know what I mean? I don't I don't, like, I don't don't like go and play it. I'll play this, because I had terrible games for it, and I played the PC instead. Okay, that was that question. Thank you for the question, uh, Christina. Christina next question back to Twitter what do you think about the industry when you said that boom we, we answered
1: your question in long form
0: uh, this is a question from uh, at Lord Waldemart <laughs> did James really destroy both NWC c- uh, cards I mean his cards and ABGM episode 103
1: obviously uh, they, oh, of we burned a lot of money we destroyed him. yeah we okay. burned a lot question. of money afterwards
0: uh, Senator, I was there. This isn't a question, this is a comment. Senator Ted Cruz's filibuster. It's a political question. Uh, that was from Miguel Castro. That's his name out here. This is from at bearded gamer 93 What are your options, I guess opinions, about gaming consoles becoming more than just gaming consoles with TV integration and motion controls? I think those are two separate questions. I think the motion controls is just an extension, obviously, because Nintendo revolutionized the controlling with that, with the Wii. But, but... Ugh. About them becoming more than gaming consoles with TV integration, I think it's a logical progression. Just because at this point everything is getting jumbled. There's people nowadays. A lot of people don't even have cable anymore. They just have Netflix. I
1: don't. I've, I you haven't know? had. I haven't had cable, and I I don't know how to use a cable box anymore. I'm 80 <laughs> years old in that way. I, I have no you idea.
0: Click a cable box. My,
1: my my roommate, two roommates ago, I, I before before my girlfriend moved in, I would wouldn't. The rare occasion we would watch something that was recorded on the DVR, I'd hand him the remotes and say, do this. Because I don't no, know nah. Um, I don't think this is something that you can have strong opinions on. I like the fact that I have kind of an all-in-one center. Like, I can jump from, say, a game of Diablo 3 to watching an episode of... Well, let's not talk about the TV I watch. Um, <laughs> My Little Pony. I do, yeah, My Little Pony, Adventure Time, regular show, and Ultraman all grade-A material. Um, Ultraman. I I love Power Rangers at Ultraman. Ultraman's good shit. I watch Power Rangers, too. Anyway, (laughs) um, I think when he's talking about the motion controls, I think he's talking more like Kinect-style stuff, like you know, the future is here, you know, and you're moving your hands and all that. It's all nice and good. I I, I can't imagine people would feel negative. The only concern I have is if consoles continue to be manufactured as Mm -hmm. poorly as they are now... By turning your game console into an all-in-one unit, you're greatly reducing the lifespan of that unit. Oh, you're saying is just physically how they put together? Yeah, simple... they, they, they're put together like crap. So the more you use it for all things, the the less time it's going to last on your shelf. That's okay. that's my big negative.
0: Okay. Next question. Thanks for the question. We're gonna go to the next question here. We're gonna go to. Uh, this is Robin at Hadhaw. What do you? This is for you. This is you know more about this than me. What do you think about Steam Machines and Steam OS? And what do you think the third product is, I guess, that they're trying to announce? This so is the third symbol. Yeah.
1: All right. Um, I think this is interesting, and I also will admit that at the moment I'm a bit underinformed on it. I think st- <laughs> the Steam box running Steam OS, I'm very interested in. Steam OS is basically just <laughs> Steam's own. Linux distribution.
0: runs on Steam, actually. Steam Power. People know that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> little, uh, little hamsters with goggles and clocks sewn into their fur uh, for a Steampunk convention. Anyways, um, so, so SteamOS is basically a Linux distribution that, that Valve is, is making that's optimized to run games. Um, I think this is a fairly decent idea, uh, for the Steam Box at least. Um, they're stating that there's going to be 200 games at launch for the Steam Box, including... Uh, OS titles. The fact that it's Linux, I think, will make a lot of, uh, uh, and I mean this in a good way, dork's happy. Uh, they're promising streaming for other games that they have that won't run natively on Linux right away. So I think a lot of it's going to have to depend on how well the streaming works. What Valve is trying to do here, I think, is they're trying to skirt Windows. With Windows 8, Windows 8 now has basically a store that's similar to Steam where you can buy games, oh, really? which is now threatening Steam. So what Steam needs to do is kind of carve out their their own niche so if they can get this os optimized to to run games well and entice developers to put games on it basically by saying look more people will be able to play your game because they can do it on a system that's not as powerful that could make developers more money um i don't know i think a lot of it's up in the air i think as a set top box though i'm intrigued um I think for the broader public, it will have. Uh, it'll be more interesting than something like the Vita TV. Yeah. Um, as far as what I think the third symbol is, after reading a bunch of theories, and we'll all know on the 27th, I don't think it's Halo. Th- uh, Halo. I don't think it's Half Life 3. Um, I think. Our buddy Dan, uh, his opinion—he uh, believes it's going to be heavy Oculus Rift integration. And if you look at the bottom of the the last line on the Steambox announcement page, they talk about how you're going to be able to interact with it in very interesting and clever ways. Uh, to me, that's going to be the Oculus Rift, uh, the VR headset that is affordable to people. You really going to me do that. I what I think what they the, might that, was that the one
0: that did the Kickstarter.
1: Yes, and it did extremely well. And because what I—that's the
0: one where you actually can like use the hand thing. And, like and twist what them. I think
1: they might do because the thing about the Steam Box is you can build your own Steam Box, you can buy a Steam Box, any number of people can make a Steam Box, not just Valve is making it. It's basically open. Mm-hmm. What I think they're going to do is I think that if that turns out to be the third symbol, the Oculus Rift, you are going to see a bundle. Where you can get an Oculus Rift for fairly cheap with a Steambox. What are they going to cost you think when they come out? I think they're they're estimating three hundred, but even the Oculus Rift guys have said if we can package this with a console, if we can subsidize this somehow, we'd love to be able to get Someone's this offering. into hands for as is as as, as as little as free. And they're yeah, like now, are, are a lot of games going to
0: support that though?
1: They're starting to. I think I th- I and I don't think this is going to happen. But I think the the killing blow here would be if on the twenty seventh they announce. Half Life Three with Oculus Rift support and a package.
0: they why why are they why are they making Half Life Three? Because Valve
1: can't count to three. That's true. That's true. that's the internet. Even,
0: even though it'll make a shitload of money. Um all right, and people want to wrap up the story. You know. Um next question. This is from at Jace Nakaratu. N- N- Nak Nakarato. Hey, Pat and Ian, what are your top five handheld games and why? Game Boy, Game I guess you means systems.
1: No, I think... Oh, no, he, no, it means actual games. Means games.
0: This is going to be tough for me because I was never the biggest handheld guy, but you can go. You can All go right,
1: um, it'll be tough to shut me up on this one. I think my honest number one is Kirby's Dream Land. Uh, my honest number two, Kirby's Pinball Land. No, give me your dishonest answer. Uh... <laughs> My dishonest answer. I should have, had, would be I should have the Zippo Japanese slot machine games that are I should have had somewhere. the Zippo
0: game with my spinning so I yeah. can like look at some. Okay.
1: Um. And then Match of the Millennium for the Neo Geo Pocket Color. Uh, Gals Fighter for the Neo Geo Pocket Color. And not going to lie, it hasn't been out for a ton of time right now, but Animal Crossing New Leaf is something I look forward to basically every day.
0: got to take my. Game Boy Advance, SP101, and play some of these damn
1: games. That's oh, weird. Game Boy Advance. Let's, let's throw a six in there. Uh, Metroid Zero Mission. Love that one. Which is the one? You can't shut me up on handheld games.
0: Which... You know what? I, I do have some. Because I have my, my R4 real memory thing on my DS You're a piece Lite. of shit.
1: Answer the question and move on. Um, uh, Civilization. Uh, the one that was on the DS. Oh, Civ Rev on the DS is good, yeah. Because it's, it's a lot
0: quicker... It's it's civilization. It's a simpler version, but it's um, not really dumbed um, down. Um, civ, um, it's a, a simpler version of Civ Four. Four, yeah. And you can, you can play a game in like two hours instead of like eight. Yeah, or nine. no, it's fun because it, there's less. There's only five nations instead of like nine or whatever. It was fun. I I love Brain Age. I used to play Brain Age like every day when I first got my DS. I got my DS in like 2000. Uh, DS Lite in like two. Were they, were they out in 2009 or 2008? DS Lights.
1: Eight. Eight. That's about earlier, actually.
0: I got it. I got it when it was out a year. It was when they were out a year, but they were still like hard to get.
1: Yeah, I think it came out like a six or 07 with the light, but whatever. Okay. So I got
0: my 2008, 2009, and I got the memory card, and I, I I played those two games a lot. Brain Age, I played a lot. Brain Age is a fun game. I remember. I just remember playing like the Stroop test and the reading test and. The
1: Stroop test is cool. The problem with the Stroop test was the voice recognition didn't work well enough to give you access. It was alright. To- it was some 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 words you had to be blue clear on. yeah blue you had to be clear on.
0: Yeah. yeah that was a fun game all right uh, and then I I have to play you know what I, if I I got a bunch I have like thirty links games that's an Atari system I love the Atari arcade games Rampart I got Paperboy. Once I play those, it'll all be my favorites. Oh, God,
1: Jesus, people. Uh, 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 Castlevania, uh... <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Castlevania Adventure 2 Belmont's Quest is fantastic.
0: Uh, you know what? No, hey, which was the one on Game Boy Advance, Castlevania game, where you had the black like, the white hair? That was fun. Arya like, of Sorrow. It was like, like
1: you ever talked about was, That was fun. Yeah, that's good.
0: I got stuck on it, but it was fun. I couldn't figure out where to go. But that was cool. You actually draw the thing to... Seal the, seal the oh, that's
1: Dawn of Sorrow okay, If you draw, that's a DS You don't draw on a Game Boy Advance Maybe you do, but that means you Whichever should see a doctor I
0: played it for like an hour once and it was fun Next okay.
1: question All right. Um,
0: this is from Game Mana Ian, what would Rob Schneider save the Dread franchise? <laughs> Shut up Okay at, at M. Geiger 2341 What are your thoughts on reproduction cards? I think they're good for people who can't afford rare ones that, that's that's a touchy subject just because I, I in my Flintstone's review I did say even though it was a story to emulate Flintstones and I think I I re- would recommend instead of spending 800 dollars for people who play the market to just emulate a Flintstone's card but that's different getting a power pack is a lot different to me than showing up money to someone for, for them to, to make a repro of little Samson that to me is wrong that to me is wrong at that point I feel like repro cards for if they're for stuff that you can't get like um... Here we go. The Miracle of Almana. You know, which is a game that wasn't released here. Sure, have a ball, you know. I don't care about that.
1: My my feeling on repro cards is basically this. It's... If we're talking about stuff that's rare to get that was released in the US, um... It... It matters on how it's done. Legend of Zelda Outlands. If someone... If someone is making repro cards and, and selling them online, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like if you know someone who can do it, the pirate booty cart. That the, yeah. <laughs> I, see, I don't. I don't have a problem with repro repro cards like that. I just I don't. I don't have an issue with them. I don't have a problem with. Well, the, I have the a the problem.
0: World. First of all, if it's a rare game, you cannot make it look like the actual. No, one. no,
1: you can't. No, and that's the thing. Maybe like with like a
0: blue shell. Like my Mr. Gimmick. That was, that was a, a pro that came out. I, no problem with that. You're not going to be able to find the Mr. Pro. No, like, I
1: had a buddy who made me a, 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 a and I'm not going to mention his name, but I had a buddy who made me a repro cart of a... Mention his name. No, of a, of a rare <laughs> game, and, you know, he didn't change the label or anything. He just wrote in blue marker on, on, on the game title what it was, you know? Like, sure. That's fine. Like, like, and if you're throwing a guy a couple of bucks for his time and his effort, you know, or if it's something where they don't care if you, if you make it and sell it like a... There's currently, like, a, a homebrew shooter where they're like, yeah, go ahead and make carts for, so like, the, the Tecmo 2014 stuff. Like, sure. that's different, but if you yeah, you have to be careful. Because repro carts can be made, you know, people, who, for instance, on Super Nintendo, I had customers come in, and they were, like, real shady, and they were looking around for certain carts, and they couldn't find them, and you hear them talking about making earthbound repro carts, and I immediately clammed Aww. up, and I was like, yeah, I don't don't really want anything to do with this sale because you know they're talking about labels and stuff like that. So well, they're looking for games that they can make repos So the way the way it works is, and like I said, I have a, I have a friend who does this, and I, he's very ethical about it, and he to, he does, to sell the people. Does good work. No, it, it does? no, I'm just saying I know how this is done. But what you do is you go out and you look for certain cards that have certain mappers in them sure. that it, so because certain games will be. It's, it's like it's like a donor organ to a body. You yes. have to have the right cart. Yeah. So these people were in the store looking for the right carts to make, like, Earthbounds. Because they couldn't afford to buy them, or they were uh, going to resell them. I don't know, but the that's way they were talking, it, it's sketchy. So so I have no problem with, like, you know, the gimmick or the pirate booty. I don't even have a problem with, uh, you know, my, my friend making me a, a repro cart of something that's inobtainable because... I'm not going to sell it for money. It's obviously a repro, and I'm throwing him a little cash for his time. But, yes, I have a problem with...
0: What would you choose? Obscure.
1: Um. Would you want it remastered in the first place? Or would you want an updated one? I wouldn't want it remixed or updated obscure. like they did with DuckTales. And if it was obscure... uh. I would love to see a really pretty version. And it's all right. See, this is the thing. like, I love really 8-bit pretty. graphics. But I wouldn't mind seeing something like Kickle Cubicle or Lolo. Redone in like nice graphics. I and mean, I guess, maybe not even remastered. I mean, those have those good, are games that I, I would love have to have see sequels graphics, to. I mean, yeah, is, yeah, really yeah good no, good they have graphics. great graphics. So, yeah. I mean, that's about it. I'm not... This is what I learned with the DuckTales thing. Um, I wanted that to happen for the longest time. And now I'm upset it did. You don't... You still know, have to play it, though. You don't always... You don't... You don't always want what you wish for. So I'm not actually asking for any more remasters or any more reproductions, although I feel like Lola or Kickle Cubicle could be done very beautifully in high-definition sprites. Mean,
0: when you say obscure, I mean, top-secret episodes are obscure. I want to freaking sequel why can't they
1: make a sequel to that anyway well um, so the thing is like shooters I hate it when they like make old shooters look very high res they look boring and bland so like I would never want to see a gun knack redone how about a guardian legend remake no like no like I like how that looks I like yeah I, I guess I guess I would have to say no
0: oh rollerblade rollerblade roller
1: racer <laughs> i eat it but yeah, DuckTales taught me a lesson. I don't, really, <laughs> I, I don't really want that. Sure. But, but see, this is a thing where like Thunder and Lightning, Lolo, Kingle Cubicle, what I actually want is more levels. You, you want, know, you I, want I, I, I would like a sequel, a, a good sequel. Uh, and that's actually, you know, last week someone asked us a question, and I, it was, you know, what would you like to see a sequel to? I don't think I gave those answers. There you go. Those are those uh, are games I'd like to see sequels to. I want Blackjack too. remade. That's what I do. I want to update the Blackjack. Turn on Windows. There you go. 90-something. All right, next, next question. Um. Oh, this podcast is a real bladder buster.
0: Do you think Nintendo can or would make a 3ds uh, player for the Wii U? No, I don't, I don't think it would. I don't think it would behoove them to do that because the 3ds is already selling a ton. I mean, the, pro, the thing with the, the thing with the Vita TV is. The Vita is in a is is really not
1: popular at all. Well, the right. 3DS is huge The popular. Vita TV will help the Vita. The 3DS does not need any, any help. help. It doesn't, and yeah. that's the problem with the Wii U. The 3D is a gimmick. Let's leave the 3D out of it. The Wii U was Nintendo's attempt to make a sit down on the couch DS, and it's not attracting people in the way they hoped.
0: This is from uh, DK Nefitz. Are there any plans for a Pat the NES game Starring Ian as the end boss Not at this point I mean who knows in the future I'm not popular enough for a video game at, at, at this point I gotta,
1: I'd gotta. make a pretty awful end boss If you made me wait however many hours For you to show up just so you could fight me one shot I'd be intoxicated dead. as shit <laughs> Yeah I'd be a one hit kill uh,
0: This is from uh, Loverguy86 Alright I'm 27 and if you're seeing the Xbox one and PS4, I realize I'm getting too old for that for that shit. How can video games improve? Well, you don't have to go for a main system. you can just
1: play like I said indie games steam don't don't just because yeah. you don't like the new system there's so many games out there. Video games don't need to improve. you need in this, this is gonna you, yeah you yeah. need to look elsewhere. There are plenty of good video games. just because the PS uh, PS4 Xbox one aren't for you, And I think if you were to look a bit deeper into the PS4, you might like some of what you saw. But get a handheld with a lot of good old-school type games on it. Both the 3DS and the Vita can appease you there. Uh, Look into these things that are being announced, like the Steam boxes and Vita TVs.
0: Those will do it for you. Another one from Game Out, Mana. Does the GTA story make a vast open world game seem very linear and dull? I, E.G. I, I, cutscene, drive, cutscene, and repeat forever. Yes, and that's what I was saying. Yes, about, yeah, and, uh, I, and I, this is, it's not really it's open world in terms of exploration, but it, it, it's it's tough because like the original Privateer, there was a story, but you could go on forever just doing stuff, and you can't go on forever in GTA without following
1: the story. Yeah, it's it's like I said. You this, could we said this last podcast? Well, then what's then... the end game, though. Yeah, and, and this guy is—he's he's one of my longer-running Twitter friends that I don't know. Um, but that's exactly what I said last week. People always talk about all the stuff you can do in GTI, in GTA, yeah. but there's really only two things you can do: storyline or fuck off. Yeah. And that after a while, that's not a whole lot of options. Yeah.
0: Um, this is from Demon Owen Garth. Do you prefer to play video games with the music on or off? And do you think new games still need music? Of course you need music in a game. Music is... It's it's art, though. I mean, it it complements a game so much. You can't play Zelda without music. I actually
1: find myself wishing that I didn't need the sound on games so much. Because my other big hobby is music and listening to records. But what um, uh, a, f- yeah, it's it's a, it's a part of the game. Yeah, I need it, it. I need it. Something like Diablo three. And what I love about Diablo three is how everything except for the gameplay is in the background. I can shut all the volume down Diablo three like... and throw records on. But uh, Persona like Persona four Golden, which I started playing. Is known for having an amazing soundtrack, you, and it does. I can't, I can't turn that soundtrack off. I have to be able to hear. Technically it. Technically,
0: you can watch any movie without music. But I can't again, play.
1: I can't play Ducktales without you can, the soundtrack.
0: You, you can watch The Godfather without
1: music, but it'd be a totally different experience. No, this is that's different. No, I mean, it's but, not. It's, it's, it's the same thing. though. you don't need it. But the story so. is still yeah. But you need it for the, the story. No, you don't. Technically, you don't. Know, you can get it from the dialogue and the, and All the right. other Alright, you were making fine points before you brought that up, but still. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I okay. understand what he's saying. I, I know a lot of people who don't ever listen to the music in the game or the dialogue, but I think that's doing a disservice to a lot of people who put a lot of effort into it. And if it's done well, it adds a ton to the game. It's there are thing. very few games where I act, actually find myself able to turn the sound off and not feel like I'm missing something.
0: Uh, The next question is from Jaron, who writes on The Punk Effect. At Jaron0004, what is the worst kind of video game injury possible? For me, it's banging my head on a DDR safety bar.
1: (laughs) He must have been going hard. Um, It's not video game related, but I gotta tell you, maintaining and... Leveling and moving and cleaning a pinball machine has resulted in a number of injuries. Pinched fingers, uh, back problems when leveling it out, all sorts of crap. I don't know that I've ever had a video game related injury. Hunger.
0: Speaking of that, the next question is from Try and Find Me underscore will, will Ian be getting a chair
1: upgrade for this year's AES <laughs> Marathon? Uh, I told you. Provide, you Pat has told me that I have to go get my own chair upgrade.
0: You can get those metal Foley chairs that are soft. I have
1: to earn my own chair. Hey, I
0: bought you this. I bought you the Super Bowl. He must be an objectivist. (laughs) I bought you the Super Bowl 22. Uh, You got this with the game. So, I mean, this is worth money.
1: (laughs) That will be be comfortable (laughs) for 22 minutes. Hey, it still survived. Uh, No, I will not be getting a chair upgrade. Pat hates me. I don't hate you. uh, I cannot fit that purple chair in the door anymore because of this thing right here. I cannot fit it. I can't. Buy a cushion for that! I'm going to get some Come XL on. sweatpants, and I'm going to I'm going to stuff it full of cotton. There you go. Um, notice Ian's shirt. This is from
0: at the Chicken Wings. Notice Ian's shirt, and would like to know if he has played the recent Miku game that's out, and so what are
1: his thoughts? I have no idea what that is. Uh, no, I'd love to, but I just don't have the money for it right now. Um, I like music games... Um, but I, I should point out that my interest in Vocaloids is, is from a, a, a music production and synthesizer nerd standpoint. I love what they did. I like the software. The fact that they all have interesting, cute, catchy mascots is cool. Um, and, yeah, I would like to play the game. I will never see it come through the store used, I doubt. So I should probably go out and buy it soon before it becomes impossible right. to find.
0: Handful left here. Another one from what do you What do you think about tournaments with huge cash prizes like League of Legends is doing. I don't know much about that. I mean,
1: I guess I don't see a problem on I... it. No, I mean, I think if I'm interpreting the question right, it's it's cash prizes for competitive gaming, and if someone wants to put up the money for people who play well and there's a, a market and an audience for it, then go for it. I get no interest in it. I have no interest in I think, it, but I, I think the tournaments are they
0: are they're fun to watch, but I kind of... I'll get in trouble for because I, I I used to play competitively somewhat on Real Tournament, at, at least for the computer, um, but I think it's silly how much stock is put into like, you know, e-athlete, which is, that's a term I can go on about, you know, stuff like that, I, I just think, but yeah, if there's money, go for it. I, yeah,
1: I think it's silly, uh, but like I, I have no real moral objection no, to it. do whatever you want. Um,
0: This is from, this is, a, oh, oh, I almost wanted to just so open it, it's real quick. Uh, this is from at EVP, yeah, opinion on the GameCube. Go, Ian, real quick, in 12, 12 seconds.
1: The GameCube was fantastic, in my opinion, at the time of its release, and has been basically made, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, pointless as time has gone on. With the, hand, with, with the exception of the handful, the small handful of Nintendo games that are on that system that have not yet, keyword being yet, re-released for other systems... Mm. I see no reason for it. Everyone, when, yeah. when I had it at the time, it was awesome. I love the exclusives on it, but as time has gone on, it's uh, obsolete. It's, it, it, it's well, pointless.
0: It's, yeah, because you play the games in the Wii, too. I mean, yeah. I, it just it, um, not, not Wii U. I mean the Wii 2. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is from at Amir Metzler. Do you think the console market will ever come to an end? And if so, I, yes, I do think it's going yes. to an end. I think this is going to be the last generation that's going to be deci- decipherable where every five years a new console, I think that it ran its course.
1: We're already seeing um, it. With, with the Steam box basically being buildable on your own, I'm not saying that the Steam one will necessarily take off, but with it being buildable on your own, we're already seeing entries this generation of consoles that are almost indistinguishable from PCs. Yeah. By the time that this generation has run its course, yes, I'm sure Microsoft and Sony will find a way to market something yeah, as no. a gaming machine, but it's 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 going to do everything your PC does.
0: Sure, and, and PCs are more, or have been more powerful than these systems the past few years.
1: How many more questions we got? My teeth are floating, and I got to work in La Mesa tomorrow.
0: Uh, um, uh, from Eric Miller, if I pick up a gold sponsor for Marathon, can you promote a Twitter page rather than company website? Oh Of course, that'd be great, Eric. Yeah, yeah,
1: we'll do Twitters. We'll, we'll do whatever. Why not?
0: Uh, this, this That's too generic Thoughts on the Earthbound series That's too generic For me for, Clever I mean, There you go Overrated <laughs> uh, Oh you're You're pissing people Off this week Not what, me What NES game Do you This is from Billy From the Game Changers What NES game Do you wish you can get A new 8-bit sequel Top secret episode
1: A yeah. new 8-bit sequel Yeah Like as in Like made in system. 8-bits yeah. Oh DuckTales Absolutely DuckTales I, 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 I want to see DuckTales Complete the trilogy Yeah
0: And then the last one it's a great question. And the last one is from... At uh, Kevin... At uh, Cap Cap Chuckles. What is the hardest RPG in the NES that you've played? I haven't
1: played a lot of them. But, um... They're all... Pretty... Difficult. Dragon Is Dragon Warrior tough? Three is tough. One is press A to win. You just level enough and you get there. But three can be very difficult. Final Fantasy 1 is not easy. Um, but if you want to get into... <laughs> you still got to take a piss. is hysterical. You just shake. Yeah. Oh, I got to feel so bad. <laughs> oh, I am man. going to ask that question again next week for a better answer so I don't soak my pants in my own urine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Faria. Faria is really difficult. Is it's really? It's not, it, it's, it, and it's because some of the puzzles are incredibly fucking obtuse. Really? Yeah, okay. so Faria would be my answer, I believe.
0: Um, And then, um, I, I want to touch on this before we go. And thanks again for listening. Uh, The podcast, we're going to probably get it on Stitch, which is the droid device version. Stitcher. I know, I, I, I submitted for that. It's, it's the Apple version. It's basically the iTunes for Droid devices. Uh, I, knew, I didn't get to comment on it, but it, it's a tragedy that happened last week. The Seaside Park fire. It destroyed about, um, f- I think it's uh, six blocks of the Seaside Park boardwalk, starting at the end of it at Seaside Park. The sawmill pizza, which was, they had awesome huge pizzas, like slices as big as your arm. And then it totally wiped out a lot of the stuff there. Um, and unfortunately, well, last year, um, the the Hurricane Sandy or Superstorm Sandy, uh, while it destroyed most of the Flashbacks arcade, which was the best arcade in Jersey with like 25 pinballs and 50 old arcade games, while it destroyed most of that, it didn't destroy the Carousel and the old, uh, Car City light gun game, which if you see my Pat Returns to the Jersey Shore video, that's where exactly where it was. That was intact and you're not going to find where it was. Unfortunately, the fire wiped it out, wiped out uh, you know, this game that was probably 40 years old, and it's like you can replace, uh, you know, one of those lightning games that you have to shoot a guy in a piano, and he's moving, and, um, you can't replace that carousel, which is probably 40 to 50 years old easily, if not more. So that's a tragedy, I feel bad, I'll probably repost that video at some point with a message about it, because now that video is, is like, uh, I'm sure they're gonna rebuild, but that video, I made that video two years ago, and that could be the last video, or when I was, like, documenting what was actually in that place unfortunately. I, I, should, I should probably do an extended one showing each machine. And I know the guy probably had insurance, but it's going to take a while for him to get that get that back. And, you know, after they rebuilt a lot of the boardwalk, they got to rebuild it again, at least for Seaside Park. So it's a, it's a real shame. But, not, not going to go out on a low note. NES Marathon, October 19th. NES Marathon nesmarathon.com. Please spread the word. Donate if you can. Ian is getting ready to jump and, and take a piss. He's already moving the stool out of the way to get out of the room. This is Pat, and this is Ian. Hi, I'm gonna go pee. It's been great. <laughs> Woo! We're gonna see Oh wow, it up. <laughs> whoa, standing up. Gotta go. <laughs> and even eventually is gonna make it to the end of one of these while still being here. Um so uh yeah, uh Pat the the completely unnecessary podcast. We're gonna sign off and we're gonna see you in two uh two weeks. <laughs> Bye.